Hello again, and welcome to On the Road with the VIAAA, a podcast put on by the Virginia Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association's Public Relations Committee for athletic administrators both in Virginia and across the country. I'm your host, Jim Harris, co-chair of the VIAAA's Public Relations Committee and coordinator of athletics and student activities at Alexandria City High School. In today's episode, we head to Spotsylvania and check in with Danny Tryon, Athletic Director of Riverbend High School, a Class 5 school in the Commonwealth District. We will discuss his story that brought him to become an Athletic Director, his journey with the VIAAA, and some tips of the trade for Athletic Administrators everywhere. Welcome back to another exciting episode of On the Road with the VIAAA. Our guest today is Danny Tryon, Athletic Director at Riverbend High School. Welcome aboard, Danny. Thanks. Excited to be here. Thanks for having me. So tell us the road you took to become the athletic director at Riverbend High School. Where did you grow up, uh, your schooling, your coaching, and the career track that led you to Riverbend? Sure. Uh, so I, gr- I grew up in Stafford uh, County. I went to Brook Point High School, played, played sports there. Um, I was a basketball, soccer, football player. Um, went to VCU. Uh, majored in, in physical education, came back to Stafford and was teaching, uh, teaching PE. And, and I coached basketball back at Brook Point for a few years. I, I coached basketball was my primary sport, but I did um, soccer. I coached some middle school track when I was teaching at the middle school. Um, and I was, I was there at Brook Point as an assistant coach for probably six or seven years. And then I got a head coaching job, a head basketball job at Stafford High School. So I went over to Stafford, uh, coached there for five years. And um, while I was there, I was the school testing coordinator. So I was responsible for all the SOL testing, PSAT, and a variety of other things. Um, and then the opportunity came to come to go back to Brook Point as the head coach when, when the guy that I played for, Joe Kenyon, retired. And um, so I went back there and, and I was the head coach there for three years uh, before uh, and, and during all that time, I was working with the AD, the different ADs that were um, there helping with games and doing anything that they asked, the things that they needed uh, help with. And um, then I had some big shoes to fill when I had an opportunity to go uh, up to Edison High School, uh, came in and, and was the assistant athletic director there. Uh, when you left and, and it was not great opportunity for me to move up there. Greg Dombrowski gave me a chance and, um, you know, that was, that was really good because I was able to spend, um, you know, all my time focused on, on, on the office side of things. And, and I, I had always helped in the, in the management, the game management and, and workers and stuff like that. Um, so to get into the office, uh, learn our school, scheduling buses, working with officials, um, working with coaches, scheduling practices and off-season things. And, and that was that was all I did. So, I mean, that one year, really, it was, it was a shortened year because it was COVID. Um, I was there from like August until March 15th, I guess. And now we still did some stuff from home and I helped with senior nights and, and the end of the year sports banquet and things like that. Um, but really that year that I spent at Edison was was – you know, so valuable because I could have never been been able to get that experience uh, coaching and helping and, and just kind of doing that stuff on the side. So it really helped 
um, prepare me to, to take over here at Riverbend. And uh, how long have you been at Riverbend? I got hired in July of 2020. So I'm in my second year. Mm-hmm. Outstanding. Um, you know, you're, right now, you're, you're helping out with the, the VI AAA. Now, how did you get started with them? And uh, you know, what did you do to, to start your journey with the, the VI AAA? Yeah, so I mean, as soon as I got hired, um, some of the, the the other athletic directors in my area that I know, and and uh, Stan Clements, who's at Massaponics, um, you know, they recommended I go to that new AD workshop. Like I said, I got hired in July of 2020. I think the new AD workshop was maybe the second week of July. I think it was the first or second week I was on the job. Um, so I jumped at the opportunity to go there. My school, you know, approved it, sent me out there, and. Um, so that was my first step into that. And it was, you know, I was kind of overwhelmed just being just starting and, and everything um, that was going on, trying to get to know people. And it was kind of tough to take a few days to go out there. But it really was it was great, uh, especially to meet uh, some of the people that are active in, in the VI AAA and to meet new ADs like myself and, and kind of start to build some connections uh, and then to take the classes. Sorry, that's my bell going off there. Um, you know, to sit in some classes and to just kind of begin that uh, mindset of continuing education and um, to, just to, to, to see that there's more to it than just scheduling games and making sure the rest there and the buses are there. And um, so so that was my first step uh, into it. Uh, recently, I attended the, the um, uh, National Conference in Denver, which was great. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I'm planning on continuing to do that every year as long as I can, um, because to just spend that much time kind of deeply, uh, you know, just just sitting in rooms and learning from other ADs and, you know, picking topics and, and going from room to room and, you know, trying to trying to make notes of things that you want to implement. I left there, wanted to with a thousand things I wanted to do. And uh, so far, I've done one. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I'm hoping to continue doing that. Uh, and then I also, um, Chris Felton encouraged me to, uh, to, to get my CAA. Uh, so, so one of the way I talked to him about, uh, you know, some ways to do that. I, I wrote an article, uh, last year for my, uh, you know, a submission for my, for our region, uh, to the AD mission, uh, magazine. So I did that, um, and, and, and I'm planning to, you know, take the CAA test here coming up in March. That's outstanding. Now, you know, certification is a big push for the VI AAA and the NI AAA. Um, you know, what are some things that you've been doing? You know, you mentioned the article that it, that it's, it's preparing you for this for the CAA exam and and uh, and to become a CAA. Yeah. So, um, you know, to just really sit down and kind of, you know, I, I know uh, the VI AAA does a great job. There's a worksheet that you can kind of go through and kind of list all of the things that you're doing that you've done. And so that, you know, to, to do that and then see, all right, well, that's where I noticed I had a big gap where I, I hadn't done a whole lot yet. So writing that article was part of it. Um, and then it, it kind of forces you to take take some classes, which is good. Um, and and you to can continue your education. Um, there's a lot of a lot of different uh, courses to take. So, uh, you know, find something that you're interested in and, and jump in. And, and I took, um, three classes in Denver. Um, so, so that was a good opportunity to, to learn. Um, so yeah, that's, 
that's um, pretty much the path I'm going to for certification. Yeah, and uh, it's always important to check the NIAAA's uh, portal. They have a, a great review. They have a great review video and mock test that gets you ready for oh, the okay. CA exam. Good. Uh, last I heard, there there hasn't been a single uh, athletic director in Virginia that hasn't passed the CAA. Exam. Oh, okay. They take yeah, once or twice, but everybody who's started it has finished it. <laughs> Uh, switching gears, uh, you know, what were some of your, who were some of your influences getting into athletic administration and, uh, and who do you look for now for advice, encouragement, or a shoulder to cry on, especially in these most difficult times? Yeah. So, um, like I said, when I was coaching at Brook Point, Greg Markheim, who's at Mountain View, was our athletic director. Um, Jeff Barry, who's the AD at Colonial Forge, was our football coach. Jim Ralph, who is now the AD at Brook Point, was our um, he was the football coach. He was also an administrator in the building at the time. So, you know, working with, with all of those people at the time, I just thought it was great. It was a good environment. Uh, Greg Markheim's a really good AD and he, he just created a fun environment where it was, I just, to, to this day, it was really the most fun I've, I had as a coach and teacher. And, um, it was when I was working with all those people and really it's because they were good people and, and they ended up being good leaders uh, too. So, you know, I didn't realize it at the time, what a, what a great experience it was, but that was kind of my first start into it. I to watch, uh, you know, the way Greg ran things and he, he and I talked a lot. Um, he knew kind of my goals back in the day and he, he gave me some advice as to, you know, the path to take and what not to do. Um, so, so that was um, really my the beginning models of of how you know I started to see athletic administration when I first got hired here. Stan Clements, who's at Massaponics, is he's in in our school district, so he's kind of my go to. Um, he's been doing it for a while. I coach basketball against him, so I knew him from coaching, and he he's been you know somebody I go to all the time for advice. Um, He's been really good. And, and uh, so all and all the athletic directors in the Commonwealth District, we've got a really good group and, and they're very supportive. Uh, we work well together. Um, so so I kind of, you know, Markheim is the guy that I lean on a lot for advice for because he knows everything he's been around. He's done it all. So when I have a lot of uh, involved questions, I always call them. But all of our athletic directors in, in our district are good and and supportive and kind of help us help us out. Awesome. Um, you've been been on the job almost about two years now. You know, what are some things that you do at Riverbed that you think that you're really good at? Are, do you get getting people to games, fundraising, coaching retention, anything on those on, lines? Yeah, I mean, so it's it's hard to really talk about anything that I'm particularly good at. But uh, one thing that I know that, that I feel like the coaches appreciate and the, the people in the school appreciate is that I put in a lot of time to try to make sure everything is organized that, you know, think things are structured and uh, there's, there's no uh, kind of, I try to avoid any unexpected uh, mistakes that pop up and you just have to put time in to do that and kind of double check your work and, you know, get in the office every day and make sure things are working. But I know the coaches appreciate um, buses are where they're supposed to be on time. Officials are where they're supposed to be. I'm there, you know, they, they see me and, and that's a big part of it is, is just being visible. They, they want to know that you're around. Um, so I think that's, that's a start. Obviously that's not the, the higher level stuff, but being, being organized and structured, 
Um, we have a lot of young coaches at Riverbend. I knew that when I when I came in, when I talked to Dr. Wright, our, our principal, I knew, you know, our coaching staff was pretty, pretty young. So that's been fun. It, it just really trying to grow coaches. I feel like my athletic administration is really rooted in coaching. Um, so that's I, I, I try to I try to use that to, to develop our coaches and, and give them ideas. And even if it's little things about how to organize a practice or or, you know, communication with parents. Uh, I feel like I've, I've got a lot of experience as, you know, with eight years as a head basketball coach that I can help our, our young coaching staff with. Um, I, I feel like I've developed a pretty good team of, of, of people that work with us, uh, you know, game management and day-to-day operations. So that, that's something I'm pretty proud of. So those are, those are things I guess I would say I'm, I'm pretty happy with right now. As a friend of mine down in Florida says, keep coaching the coaches. That's our, that's our yeah. most important job. <laughs> you know, what is something that you really enjoy about your current position that, you know, above all, you know, what's, what do you most enjoy about it? I mean, I would say, and it's one of the, for me, it's probably what leads to the most stress also, but you know, I'm, I'm pretty much a, it's, it's a one man show here. So I, I don't have an admin assistant. I don't have an assistant AD. I don't have a grounds guy. Uh, so, you know, I'm getting the opportunity to do everything. You know, I, I, you know, learned how to work on the fields. Uh, you know, I was a basketball coach. So, so working on fields, wasn't much, I, you know, when I would help line fields from time to time at schools I was at if they needed help. But, um, you know, I learned how to work on fields, fertilize, uh, aerate, mowing fields. So that's been a big, and that takes up a lot of time. And, and so, um, Really, I think that the biggest, like I said, the biggest, I guess, source of enjoyment is just kind of learning everything um, from the, the physical maintenance of facilities, uh, changing out rims. Uh, you know, we did that on a game day this year because we had a broken rim. So it's, uh, it's kind of like uh, if something needs to be done, you know, I just do it. And whether it's, it's right or wrong, I got, I, I learned how to do it. So that, that is really, I, I've enjoyed that a lot, to be honest with you. Um, but it is kind of a source of, of stress a lot of times. Um, and then sure. we've got a good community here at Riverbend. So that's, that's good. We got good, good families, good kids, um, good support in the community. So that's, that's nice. Uh, that's, that's great. I don't, I, I, I applaud any any athletic director that runs on a minimal staff. We're lucky up here in Alexandria. We have four 12-month full-time employees in the athletic office, so it does help spread the wealth a little bit, and I can't imagine being the only one and doing it all. That would, would you know, Let's talk about the opposite of that. You know, what's something that you absolutely hate about your current position? I use the example, I can't stand rosters. If I could get rid of rosters, that would be the happiest day of my life. Yeah, um, you know, it's for me, it's the feeling that I have is I come into the day with a, with a to-do list. And when I leave at the end of the day, it's longer than it was when I came into the office. And that's that's like a daily thing. Um, and and I, I've not been able to master a way of getting it getting things done and, and the feeling when you walk out at the end of the day that you're, you're, you've completed everything. I don't, I guess that probably is never going to happen. Um, so, so that is, is, is probably one of the things I dislike. Um, and, and then, you know, to be honest, like I said, starting in July of 2020, 
And with all the COVID stuff, it's, it makes it very hard. It has been hard to develop relationships with people. You're wearing the mask, you know, you have to enforce masking, you have to enforce COVID policies. And, you know, you want, I, I come in in July, 2020, and, and all I want to do is get to know people and get to know the kids. And, and, you know, cause I was a teacher and a coach and, and, you know, I want to get to know people and, and I'm spending all my time saying, put your mask on, put your mask up. Uh, you know, you can do, you can't do that. You're too close. So that, that's been, uh, you know, and that's for everyone. I, I know that everyone's doing that, but starting and, and trying to get to know people in the community and parents and, um, having to enforce COVID policies, I think really drove a wedge into, um, you know, meeting people and, and growing relationships and things like that. So that, that's been difficult. Now, what advice would you give a new or current athletic administrator? What are some things that, you know, are some must do's in your opinion to be successful? Yeah, I don't know that I'm the best person to be giving advice to anyone, uh, but that's all right. I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. Um, but, you know, I would say get involved in the VI AAA because that's been really rewarding so far for me because it, it forces you to kind of get to know other ADs and work with other people. And um, everyone, even from different school districts, different size schools and things like that, we're all going through a lot of the same stuff. So I've really enjoyed so far being involved in the VI AAA. Um, so that would be, you know, a recommendation. Uh, and then my biggest thing that I try to, to, to stand on every day is whatever you're doing, do what's best for the kids in your school. Because um, a lot of times, you know, I have an idea of how things should go and how, how I see it working. But then I have to stop and ask myself, is this really what's best for the kids? Um, our, our students have been through a lot with COVID and over the last two years, um, they've really suffered big time. And I think we need to do the, the best we can to try to let them have the most genuine experiences possible. It's easy. It's really easy right now to cancel games or say, we just can't do that. It's, it's too challenging with COVID. It's too challenging with this. We can't, we just can't do it. It's not feasible. Um, but I think we, you know, we need to do what's best for the kids. And sometimes that means you push a little bit, you push back a little bit on some things or, or you, or you just force something to be done because um, it's right for the kids. And if I make a mistake and, and it's doing something for the, for our student athletes or for our, even our students, our, our fans that come to games, you know, I want them to enjoy it the way it's, it's, you know, it should be because they only get a few years in high school and you can't go back and, and, and they've lost a lot. So that's my biggest thing right now is I try to do every day is whatever I think is, is the best for the kids and to make them have as, as genuine as a high school experience as possible um, with athletics. And so that, that's, that's what I try to lean on every day. Very noble. And that's, you know, I think some people lose sight of that in the day-to-day workings yes. of an athletic office. Now, last question, you know, a lot of people, you know, are going to listen to this and a lot of people you don't know will probably be listening to this. Can you tell the listeners something they might not know about Danny Tryon? Any talents, <laughs> uh, hobbies? Well, I have no talents uh, really at all. I do have some hobbies, uh, you know, for, for me and in, in being a former coach, uh, my, I, my wife is great. She was a great coach's wife. Um, she's an assistant principal at Robinson secondary and Fa and Fairfax. She and I were, you know, together in Stafford schools for a long time. Um, 
but you know, when I was coaching, she never asked any questions of where I was or what time I was coming home. We've got two kids. Um, and, and even now being an athletic director, if, if she wasn't as strong as she was and, and as supportive, I couldn't do the job. So that's, that's first and foremost. Um, she was a great coach's wife and she, she allows me to, to, to put the time in. If I have to be here for 60 hours a week, 70 hours, you know, there's never any questions asked. She takes the kids up, brings them to games and, and she's around when she can be. Um, so that's been great. And my, you know, hobby, I, I love to golf a lot. I'm not particularly good at it. Um, so I do it as often as I can, but I'm not really very good at it. And, and, you know, that, that's about it. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you jumping on, on the road with the VI AAA. And, uh, I look forward to seeing you in the, in the, the board of directors meetings and, and again, down the line, I think the old line is once an Eagle, always an Eagle. Yeah, that's right. Eagle pride. <laughs> Eagle pride. Thanks a lot, buddy. Yeah. Thanks. Been nice. That's all the time we have for this edition of On the Road with the VI AAA. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at VI AAA95, on Instagram at VI AAA1995. The video edition of this podcast can be found on YouTube. Just search VI AAA. Our website is VIAAA.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you next time.